Hi, this is Real Men, unscripted with Derek and Jerry. We hope you enjoy this podcast. Hey, welcome back to uh, Real Men Unscripted. I'm Derek. I'm Jerry. And um, got another great show for you. And um, recently you said you went, there's this new thing in Vegas that's around, looks like a round circle. Yeah, the sphere. Sphere yeah. or something. What is it? Is it like sphere? Madison Square Garden or what is it? They call it something like that. The MG, I don't know what it's called. The sphere, right? It's the sphere. Okay. Anyways, yeah. So my wife was friends with one of the band members. Uh, so the group U2, um, she's friends with one of their wives. And so when we found out that U2 was coming to Vegas for the uh, to perform at the Sphere, uh, she reached out and, and he offered us uh, the VIP experience. So we got to pull up there, you know, you're, you have to drive up to the security and like, Hey, I'm on the list, you know, I'm VIP. And nice. He's like, Oh, you're not on the list. <laughs> so, Did he say that? Yeah. He's like, you're not on the list. I don't see. And so my wife is, you know, texting the, the assistant, uh, his assistant and she, Oh, I haven't, I haven't brought the list down yet. You guys are a little early. So we wait a few minutes and then they finally get the list. We park in the VIP parking. They usher us to the back through the, the back entrance and uh, into the VIP experience in the sphere. And, and if you haven't seen the sphere, this thing is amazing. And it is going to uh, reinvent the way people listen to con or go to concerts because it's just so much going on. But um, so we go to the VIP experience, which is a bunch of, you know, people that VIP tickets and they're, you know, eating and drinking. And so it's just me, my wife, and the two younger kids. So right. We're just kind of just hanging out. And um, so after about 30 minutes, the assistant comes back and says, Hey, do you guys want to meet him? So they take us to another room, a little, um, I guess it's like a green room. That's where they, the artists go and they have their, their stuff in there. And, and so we wait a few minutes, then he comes back and, uh, just says hi. And there's other people that show up, uh, from, um, uh, that he's invited. I think they're from England. And <laughs> so anyways, he, he comes back there and, and he so says, has an hi. accent. Oh yeah, yeah, accent, English accent. Um, but he's he's super nice guy. Uh, we met him before uh, in L.A., but he, uh, you know, just said hi, talked to us a little bit. I made us feel very comfortable, and then after that, we took picture, and then we went to uh, into the actual venue where they're having the concert. And and I'm telling you, when when you see a concert, because they they have a the stage, but in behind the stage they have a a digital wall and the wall is probably about a half of um uh, football field wide and about a football field tall i mean this thing is huge and you and it just they have so much different things going on and and so you're trying to keep an eye on the the artists and but they have um, visuals going on why are they singing and it's just it's, it's hard to describe but it's the just pictures amazing. were cool that you showed me yeah and they have like for example they had this huge balloon that seemed to be floating it looked real right and they had this long um, uh, string attached to the balloon and then it's the guy uh, one, uh bono bono whatever you say his name, yeah 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 he's holding the string and it's like how is it how are they doing that so somehow they kind of make the the digital look real and and the part of it is real because he's holding something sure sure that looks like a string but wow anyways it's it's amazing and uh, yeah, so he was he was one of the cooler celebrities. I mean, growing up in Vegas, you meet a lot of celebrities. Have you met uh, 
any since you've moved out here? Um, I seen Flavor Flav at a UNLV football game. I saw him. He works out at the gym. EOS. EOS. What they call it EOS or EOS. Yeah, I, I say EOS. Okay. Yeah, so I saw so him at the gym. Going back to this VIP thing, mm-hmm. do you, uh, you know, do you think uh, they really didn't have the list or do you think they thought that? Oh, no, no. You don't think it was a racial thing is no, what I'm no, getting no, at, no, right? No, they didn't They just didn't. Because, um, but, but, but he said you weren't on the list, so he had a list and they just didn't. He had a up- list, yes, but he didn't have the. Updated? The or? updated list, yeah. Because oh. so, even the, the um, assistant said that she hadn't brought it down yet. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it wasn't right. a racial thing. Not Good. that time. Not that time. <laughs> Do you have a time that you, <laughs> where you, uh. Had that though, yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't like the victim mentality. I, yeah, I, I'm more of a victor mentality. Sure, so, sure. So I don't like to talk too much about uh, stuff like survivor that. mode. Yeah, I mean, it's not even survivor. It's just you know, everyone's got to deal with something. Yeah. You know, so, so if if you um had someone that you could meet like in person and shake their hand, uh, who. You know, that's living, living that maybe is uh, what you would consider a celebrity. Who who would you want to meet? I'm not. I'd want to meet J Lo. I'm just going to get it out there. <laughs> My wife knows because I call her T Lo. Yeah, and uh, so yeah. Can I J- call her T Lo now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she won't be upset. No, no. <laughs> All right, but um, I don't think so. I'm not uh, big into celebrities i mean i think it's cool um when you meet someone and they're super down to earth i love that but i cannot stand the people who are super cocky like um mayweather oh i've had a a friend that met him in california and he was with his daughter and mayweather's uh, walking into one of the gyms out there and and he's like hey mr mayweather i'm a big fan can you um I hate to bother you, but can I have a you know autograph? And and he says, you don't you hate to bother me, but you're bothering me right now. And he's like, you know that kind of guy. Yeah, just, yeah. He um he used to come to the like uh, NBA summer league, mm-hmm. and he would have his bag with him, and that bag you know has like a hundred thousand in it, right? million. Yeah, or something. I heard he cares about it. Yeah, that's what I've heard. But he has it with him, mm-hmm. and he's on the court side, and he's got you know his big six foot six or eight you know guys with them um thankfully really just the people working deal with that i don't i didn't really yeah. you know, as an officer didn't have to deal with it um but we did have you heard of uh tommy lauren she's no she's uh like a you know she was like pro trump and commentator and um she has her own show Mm-mm, i've never heard of her um but she gets the left pissed off a lot because mm-hmm. um, she's a conservative, right? And um, she was uh, doing like a book thing at UNLV and speaking. And holy crap, they bring, you know, all the left come and, you know, they're protesting and everything. And um, they seem so angry. Yeah, they were. They were. <laughs> So I had to escort her after, put her in the into an unmarked car, mm-hmm. and I had to drive her to meet up with the people she needed to meet up with. Totally cool. It was at the time she was with her 
ex-fiance. Mm-hmm. She's now married, but this was the fiance that she was going to marry, but got, you know, they broke up, but he was cool. She was super cool. Um, I asked her like, Hey, do you have any books with you? I know you're here for a book. My wife really wants your book. And, and she's like, I don't have any, you know, with me that they're, they're inside. And so she said, well, make sure you get one. I never got one. Cause mm. I guess I sold out, but she was, you know, just as pretty in person as she was, you know, on TV and just super, super nice. And she's mm. very pro police, obviously. Okay. And, uh, so that she was, that was pretty cool, you know? And yep. then I saw these twins at UNLV. They were the ones that were on, they were on some TV show. Not the Hodge twins. No. <laughs> oh, but, you know, I love those guys because yeah. we talk about it. Um, but I met them at EOS one day. Who do you think would win, the Hodge twins or the Kelsey twins? When it was. a fist fight. Mano a mano. Um... I would say the Hodge twins because they're prior military, prior Marines. I yeah, think, but, I but think, Kelsey are athletes, current athletes. Uh, yeah, but they're athletes, so they could probably run from them. But when I just don't know that they could <laughs> throw a punch and okay, so you know, I, I mean, I, I kind of took you off the subject. So what? Who were the twins you were talking about? <laughs> I can't remember the name now. They were blonde. Right. They were twins. They were from some show. Um, like The Bachelor or something. Okay. And um, I saw him at a football game. Mm-hmm. So I took a selfie with one of them and sent it to my kid. I said, hey, these are those girls that you've seen on, it was some show they watched. It wasn't one that I really watched, but they had, you know, told me about it. And, um, but they were, they were, she was super sweet. And, that's good. And uh, it's always nice when you meet somebody that's famous and they're down to earth. Um, Wayne Brady, he was Super cool. We met him. My brother and I went to a nightclub. This is, you know, back in the day when I was a young man. Uh, we went to a nightclub and he happened to be in the VIP section. And so the VIP was kind of like elevated, you know, above all the rest of the club. But you can see he was in there, right? And so we, it was right after uh, Wayne Brady uh, was on the Chappelle show. Hmm. And they had a really funny skit. So we just went up to him and uh, you know, kind of yelled over the <laughs> into the VIP how how funny he was in the skit, and you know we were big fans, this and that, and so then we left and we went back to the commoners area, and, and then Wayne Brady came out of the VIP, walked over to where we were, and just like hung out with us and just talked. You know? Oh wow, this was before cell phone days. No, right? no, no, they had oh. cell phones back then. Oh okay, yeah, it wasn't that. Long. I'm not that old, bro. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> I had a I had a car phone in one of my first cars. That was, that was I mean that's that's old, right? Car phones. Oh, you know but. what's old is when you get called as a police officer and you have to go to a payphone to make the. That's how long I've been in law enforcement <laughs> that I would have to go to a payphone and dial to like the victim for a report. Wow, yeah, because we didn't have cell phones. That was a very long time ago. <laughs> Um, yeah, I remember the, the day of the beeper. Pager, baby. Beepers. Anybody Pager. that had pagers, man, they were either drug dealers or uh, cops, right? Not, not us. We everyone in in high school when I was growing up in the, you know, the late eighties, we had we had beepers. Yeah, I had one in detectives too. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't mind uh, meeting uh, Mark. Uh, um, oh my gosh, why am I drawing his uh, his last name Wahlberg? Mark oh, Wahlberg. Okay, yeah. Because he moved here now. Yeah. And he and, just ha- he just did an ad for the F1. 
Oh, did he? Yeah, I saw like, he, was, he was advertising for, you know, the Dre's, uh, the nightclub. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's at the Cromwell. Yeah. But he said he was advertising for them, the best place to watch F1 racing, and he was out there on the roof. Did you see what happened on the very first day I of heard. F1? I heard. I but mean, I didn't look. Okay, so Thursday night was the first run, and it was the practice run. Okay. And they go over one of the metal... Um, manhole covers. manhole covers and it it like came came up enough that it's ruined the bottom of the guy's ferrari ferrari yeah. on the first night yeah and he couldn't race and now they're now they're suing there's right, a class yeah. action lawsuit against the city or uh, no against f1 Who's from bystander all these bystanders that had to be you know, they were there and then they waited and then they told them all to go home. So they paid oh. all this money to watch it. And oh, okay. I mean, it's, it's like, wow, like you put all this money into this F1 and, um, yeah, I mean, I don't watch it. I don't, I don't, none of it is. Me either. I've never even been to a NASCAR race. So NASCAR or F1 formula one. You know but, the difference. Of the NASCARs are they're like the stock car, you know, right, like right. Uh, Talladega Height. What was the name of the show? Yeah, uh, <laughs> Talladega Nights. Nights. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, Ricky Bobby, right? Yeah, yeah. Ricky Bobby. Uh, but that's NASCAR, and, and Formula One is the the more sleek. You know, the the guy sits in the middle and there's barely any cockpit. It's yeah, those those kind of cars. This this funny you brought up Ricky Bobby, uh, a real NASCAR driver. Just bought that house that they used uh, in that movie that was Ricky Bobby's house in the movie. Some retired NASCAR guy just bought it. Mm. I just saw it like on, you know, because I get it. I know I have ESPN app and so some of the craziest stuff pops up on there. Mm. So, um, but yeah, it was, uh, I wouldn't mind meeting Mark. I thought I would see him when I was going to some of those F45 gyms. He owns F40, you know, he's got partnership in F45. I've never heard of that. Oh, uh, there's one over on Green Valley. Hmm. Uh, one in Summerlin. I think there's three in Vegas. And I went to the one on Green Valley. It's 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 like a, you know, 50 minute. It's kind of like Orange Theory. Yeah. Um, but it's all, uh, you're moving from station to state. I love it. It's just. It was just too expensive. I heard he lives out here in, in Southern Highlands. I'm not, it's just somebody told me that. I, I hadn't done no research on it. But Yeah, I, I know he moved out here. I don't know, but I'm, I think his kid's going to a private school, I think. Mm. Probably going to end up going to Bishop Gorman. Do you remember when he was Marky Mark? Yeah. <laughs> what was the, what was the group that he, he was with? Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch or yeah, something like yeah, that? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, he used to. You were a big dancer back in the day, weren't you? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, so you probably used to try to copy his moves. I just, I just did the worm the other day at, um, at Joe's house, Joe Peter's house. We yeah. had a barbecue, and he was DJing because you know he's a DJ. Yeah, and um, and it was for his son's birthday party, and um, he started playing some music that I just had to get on the fake grass, and I just did the worm. Yeah. You know what the worm is, right? Yeah, yeah. I think I think John Hemmen has recorded it. Really? Yeah. Were you able to get up okay after doing all that? Yeah. The problem is I'm getting so <laughs> fat that um, it, it, my stomach hurts when I'm done because it's hitting so hard. But you know, I still got to do it, man. I got to represent. 
you know how I met out here, and, and it's funny we were talking about Floyd Mayweather, and and Mike Tyson was was being interviewed, and and he asked about a statement that Floyd Mayweather said about him being the greatest, and Mike Tyson commented like, if he was the greatest. He'd be able to take his kids to school without a bodyguard or something like that. And it was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> but Mike Tyson, we used to go to the, the same nightclubs, you know, out here. Uh, was that before he was a sex offender? You know, he was a registered sex offender. I think it's after. I think it was point. after because he was in trouble in Indianapolis. You know, he got uh, busted for that rape and he went to prison, which I think was probably in the, the he was in the best shape of his, his life when he was in prison. He probably missed a few years of, of uh, championships. Then he was uh, a, I, 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 he's one of my, I mean, he was a great boxer. Yeah. He's definitely probably the best, um, in terms of like, uh, <laughs> knockout strength. Yeah. yeah. But why, but, why would you put a tattoo on your face? Well, you know, he's, he struggled with a, a drug addiction, so he could have been high or something. But uh, and woke I met him up a few and was times. Like, oh shoot! He what was always super cool. You know, I'd go up to him and and I'm like, Mike, what's up? You know, and I'd been drinking. And <laughs> he'd and been did he speak that. in that little voice to you? He didn't really say a whole lot. He was just like, "Hey, what's up?" You know. <laughs> but he was always he was always a nice guy. He never uh, was scary or mean to me. Yeah, but, I just saw he helped some boxer recently fight uh, Jake Paul or one. Not Jake, but another guy was fighting or something. I heard he that was, he was in a like corner, kind of. Oh, okay, corner man. Him, yeah, kind of helping out a little okay. bit. Okay, I, so, I I'd like to see um Jake Paul and Mike Tyson fight. Oh, Mike Tyson would kill him. Well, you know, I I thought of, I thought a few other guys would kill him too, and he, I, he's still winning. So I'd like to see it. But he did lose this last time, though. He did. Oh, he lost to uh, the Fury the brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was—I think he's won since then. I'm pretty sure. No, that's the other brother that won. Oh, really? There's, there's two of them. Okay. The older one just won. No, he did win against um, Nate Diaz. He fought Nate Diaz. Boxing match. He did. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Let's Google it. Yeah, but there's both. You know, there's two, right? There's two brothers. And they yeah. both fight. So I, I get him. Jake get, Paul's the popular one, right? I get him. I don't know. They're both. Uh, you know what? It is amazing that these two, all they did was be YouTube stars and they're yeah. freaking filthy rich. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, like, uh, I mean, Jake Paul continues to make good on his promise to outbox four MMA stars. Uh, he wasn't able to score a finish on eight Diaz, yeah. but he, uh, he did win. Yeah. Well, hopefully when we get our YouTube channel, we'll be as famous as this guy. Holy moly. Yeah. They, they they killed it in the YouTube business, that's for sure. Definitely. But well, I just think he's too cocky, though. And I'd wish that a couple, like, what was it, Mobley or whatever that one, Woodley, Woodley. Woodley, yeah. I, I, I was hoping Woodley would I knock thought he was. I thought he would. Out. Yeah, I was with you because, you know, when he first came out, I was like, oh, I can't stand this dude. He's so cocky, and uh, somebody's going to knock him out. And he just kept winning. I was like, how? I guess he's really actually – a pretty good boxer. That I mean, Nate Diaz. You know, he's kind of a straightforward kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, he said he hits pretty hard. Okay, for you know, not being like, not doing it for very long, and mm. not being a professional at the time. You know what I mean? So I guess you got to give him some props. Yeah, yeah. I just, you know, he's just too cocky for me. Me but, too. Um. All right. Uh, you, you were gonna uh, 
do you want to tell, do you have a story of uh, your FAA? Oh, yeah. So you're getting better. You're learning. Federal Aviation Administration. Yeah. Um, do you have any stories yeah, that you... a few, but um, one of the craziest ones, because, you, you know, being an air traffic controller, you, you're training. You're, you're getting paid, right? But you're training. And as you reach certain milestones, you get a raise. And, and after you... After you're done training, you're you're called a CPC. Uh, you're fully certified, right? Okay. And so my first uh, day as a CPC, so I had I worked on my Friday, you know, and I and I got a few days off. And my first day back because I finally finished all training, I was so excited to come in and uh, start working traffic on my own without somebody watching me. Right. So I walk into the facility and there's nothing going on. Like it's eerie because there's no planes in the sky. And I'm like, what is going on? They're like, oh, a plane just flew into the um, uh, World Trade Center. And I was thinking it was like a Cessna or something small. And so I didn't really understand. But my first day as a fully certified controller was 9-11, 2001. No way. You yeah. never told me that before. No, but it was, it's pretty crazy to go in there. And so uh, we, you know, obviously there wasn't a whole, a whole lot of traffic flying. Only military was flying and right. some lifeguard flights. Um, but for the most part, it was just for like uh, two weeks, it was just dead. We just sit there and we'd have to watch for, you know, um, primary targets, which is, so they, there's a, um, primary radar and a secondary. So the primary is the raw radar. That's what the, you ever see the big antennas, you know, swirling around, right. um, the secondary radar, it picks up the transponder, the computer part of the plane. So there's two different, um, so we just sit there and, and just look for primary targets at potential, you know, uh, planes, terrorist attacks sure, that were sure. flying around. So wow. we did that for like two weeks and, and it took a long time for the airline industry to, to recover from that. Yeah. That, I mean, that's an event that hopefully we'll always remember. I know there's people trying to like, you know, shut it down, but no way, man. Yeah. Like I, I know where I, I literally, I remember where I was at. Yeah. I was getting ready to um, interview uh, four detectives, mm -hmm. and uh, when that happened, like crazy. Yeah, I think everyone will remember where they were. When yeah, they, when that happened. So, what do you think? Uh, the reason I, I just happened to see it today, and I actually downloaded his uh, song, uh, Jason Aldean's that that new one. Um, oh, I'd have to look at my phone now. I can't remember the name of it. Yeah, I I probably wouldn't know it. I I have heard of him. Uh, he's a country singer, right? Yeah, I got it right here. It's uh, try that in a small town. Mm -hmm. We may not, we might lose some followers, but um, <laughs> have you heard that song? No. So I'm, he, I'm looking at the lyrics made, right now. He made so if you look at the lyrics mm -hmm. by themselves, no big deal. When you watch the video, all these people are calling it racial. Although he shows white and black doing, you know, it was during that time when Trump was president and they're, you know, rioting and doing mm -hmm. all that stuff. And he's basically, you know, in the song saying, you know, if you commit that in a small town, you know, people in the small town are going to take care of themselves. Right. Right. And handle it, not wait for other people. Right. Mm -hmm. But he got such a backlash for it back in the day. Um, but I saw a, a thing today, uh, he's a YouTuber and he's an ex-cop called Officer Tatum. 
You ever seen him? Black mm-hmm. black guy. Uh, he was a cop in Arizona. At some point, he retired and is doing YouTube, and he's pretty well known now. But you know, he's uh, um, he was pro Trumper and all that, mm-hmm. and he uh, um, he talked about it today. So that's what reminded me to to bring it up. But he loves the song. He says it's his f- most favorite song ever mm-hmm. out of all these, you know, country Western songs that, you know, that he's done. Um, but I, I like Jason Aldean. His wife's pretty, uh, you know, she, she's got no filter and she, oh, yeah. she says, says it how it is, Brittany. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a, you should listen to it sometime. I will. Listen to it. And then the next time we meet on our podcast, tell me, uh, if you watch the video, mm-hmm. don't just listen to the song, watch the video and you know, you're, you're biracial. You tell me what you think. Okay. Well, I'm not your average biracial. You know? True. But I voted for Trump. So most, uh, <laughs> most black guys, you know, or, or mixed guys. So you, you, know. so you get along, you would, you like the Hodge twins then? Yeah. I yeah. Do. I like, them. you know, they they also do shows across the United States, right? Like no, comedy I shows. No, I gotta you didn't? That, no. Yeah, they do. I don't, I, yeah. I, I, like, I've never seen one of their shows, but yeah, I love the Hodge twins. Yeah, I'm, I'm not the same man. I, you know, when I was a, I used to be a Democrat. You know why I was Democrat? Because my parents were Democrat. Sure. You know why I was they were too. Democrat? Probably because their parents were, you know, it's just like you, you stick with what you know. And, and once I started to think for myself and, and, uh, I thought, well, these, these, this party does not really, jive with with what i jive with you know and support what i think is important so i mean i was actually a registered democrat until i moved to nevada because i never went in and changed it okay although i've been voting uh republican for a while i just Mm. i i don't even know why i was a democrat i have no idea other than my parents (laughs) were i think exactly i think that's why a lot of people are but i think that a lot of people think that uh republicans they they think that Republicans, all of them are racist. So they, I think that's a ploy of Democrat to to um, keep people believing that. Yeah. Because they would never win any election if they didn't have the black vote. No, I, I totally agree. But I, I just, I think uh, all this, I mean, I, I don't even look forward to 2024. Me either. You know what I mean? It's like, I just... I I just try to stay out of that stuff. I used to be into it a little bit more, but I'm I'm. It just gets me so pissed off that I I'm trying to stay away from it. So, who's your your favorite country artist? I just started listening to country recently, and and uh, I really like the. They are the best storytellers, in my opinion, um, when it comes to songwriting. Who's your Who's your favorite artist? Garth Brooks used to okay. be my favorite, but uh, lately he's kind of. I don't know, pissing me off. So um, he's coming to Vegas. But I like Blake Sheldon. Okay. Um, and I like Jason Aldean. He, you know, he was there on that route, that shooting that we had in Vegas, right? Oh, yeah. He was actually the singer at the time the guy started shooting. Oh wow. Um, and uh, another sad day in Las Vegas. Yeah, Fifty-one we have to people talk about were that one killed. Day. Yeah. Um. And my son, was, I got off work and my son was security at UNLV PD. You know, he worked for security. Mm-hmm. So they were bringing all these, anybody and everybody from that area to uh, 
to UNLV to put him in, uh, in, inside the, uh, like the basketball, uh, Thomas and Mac. So he had to pat people down and there was blood and all that. And he got a little, like a little ward thing. Cause he was working, you know, Okay. but I was sound asleep at the, at the time. But, but I, I wonder if Alan, if he was, uh, I recall, I, I know, uh, I feel like, uh, Domingo was involved in that. Okay, Alan and Domingo, they're both retired Metropolitan yeah. Police Officer friends of yeah. ours. Yes, they are. Yeah. Um, yeah, all right, you want to wrap this episode up? I think so, man. Um, so, uh, yeah, you guys, uh, happy holidays. Can you say Merry Christmas anymore? Say I'm saying Merry freaking Christmas, baby. So, yeah. Um, anyhow, uh, yeah, share, like, and... Uh, Subscribe and send it to all your people. You didn't. You didn't say. Don't no, check it. Check it. Oh. Check the box. Yeah, check the boxes. Check the boxes. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Time. Until next time. Peace out. Bye. Thank you for listening to Real Men Unscripted with Derek and Jerry. <laughs>